961 BBB, I'm Madison, and I'm here today with the Schmidt family, who is one of the Methodist home families that we get the pleasure of talking to. How are you guys this morning? We're good. Thank you. Thank you both for being with me. First of all, tell us how you first became involved with the Methodist Home for Children. We became foster parents back in 2016 uh, through Methodist Home for Children. What was it that made you want to become a foster parent? How did you hear about the Methodist Home? So, you know, it it was kind of a series of events that um, brought us to really thinking about being foster parents ourselves, um, really running into in our lives um, multiple different people who were who were doing that kind of really having having kids in their home and really doing that important work, um, but also just feeling like um, as honestly as our kids were getting older, we were still pretty young and we really enjoyed parenting. And so, you know, the need is so great when you start looking into foster care, mm-hmm. you realize that. There, there really um, are not enough foster parents. And so just feeling like that was um, that was a need that we could fill. And, and once it's on your heart, it's on your heart. It, it's true. It's true. And one of the things I love about the Methodist home, they say from infancy to independence with these kids, they're with them. They walk this journey with them the entire way, but they're also with the parents. Have you found that to be true? Uh, yes, I think so. Um, from, from the day we started our training, up until, I would say, I mean, we've gotten calls and you know to check up on us and stuff even after we've ended up adopting. So we went through the training. Um, we went through, you know, they contacted us for different placements. Um, we only ended up having one placement, and we ended up adopting those kids. But I'd say that was of, a success. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they were with us the whole way and have checked up with us afterwards, and then. We've, we've been able to be involved afterwards by speaking at different things and maybe going to other trainings and helping out and things like that. So it, it's been uh, it's been great. Can I just say how much I admire you, how much I admire you guys for making this decision and making a difference in the life of a child? A lot of us, you know, we talk the talk, but don't necessarily walk the walk. And you put your words into action and just changed a child's life forever, as I'm sure they've changed yours. Yeah, I, you know, you're very kind to say that, but I have to say that um, without a doubt, so Kevin and I have three older children, so we we, we currently have a 20-year-old, an 18-year-old, a 16-year-old, and then um, we fostered a sibling pair who are now our youngest children who are seven and eight, and there is no question in my mind that that seven and eight-year-old framed the world for our 16, 18, mm-hmm. and 20-year-old in ways that we never could have done, and that's not why we, that's not why we fostered, but it's just been a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful um, reality after that. So um, many times we go into something thinking it's going to benefit somebody else, when in reality it benefits you, it benefits us, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's the truth. It's the truth. These, these children are just, they're just amazing. They um, really are. We talk about um, our younger two, uh, the, the bond that they have is really kind of remarkable. Um, we joke about things like when we when we punish one of them, the other one figures out a way to um, potentially give the thing back by giving them. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, you know, my older children never would have done that. You know, they would have yeah. said, oh, you know, so sorry for you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they, have, they just have this really special way with each other, mm-hmm. and that has taught us a lot. Um, that gives me goosebumps. And then goosebumps. also being involved with their birth family has been really special for us. So 
um, it, it's just been really positive all around. Well, you're very special people, and it sounds like you have a wonderful family. What would you say to people this year? You know, we're trying to make sure every child at the Methodist home has at least one gift to open on Christmas morning. I know it's been a tough year for people, but this is something that's near and dear to our hearts. What would you say to encourage people to help these kids this Christmas? Well, I would say it's it's just amazing how they how they do that. Like when we first when we first um, got our two kids in the, in the foster program, it was in November. So as we go along, come out the middle of December, um, our our social worker came with these gifts for the kids. And we we're like, where did these come from? <laughs> and they were they explained to us, you know how you know, the angel tree things and all this other stuff. Well, this is how this works. And we were like, wow, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, and how that gets it, with every kid in the foster care system, that's just amazing. Yeah, people um, are amazing, so and they come it, through. It really is. And, um, it, it, you know, I, I just can't imagine how, how many kids that is, and it's just such a blessing to, to know that that comes and that you can then be a part of that, mm-hmm. even afterwards, and helping other families have that mm-hmm. is just really cool. I think you said it better than I ever could. Thank you. And I, I think the truth of the matter is, you know, those first days um, are so very hectic. Mm-hmm. You know, when we added a two and three year old to our three teenagers, yeah, that was really busy. So it wasn't for us, for our family, it wasn't a resource issue. It is for some families, mm-hmm. and that you know, Christmas gifts are not resources that DSS is going to provide for foster families. But it was just the gesture. Mm-hmm. I mean, these gifts were wrapped. Yeah. Kevin, I didn't even have to wrap them. We're we wrapping them hopes and dreams. We cried at the door when they brought them. It was just, it was a big deal. We won't forget that. And so Kevin and I, actually, we, 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 we are into this. I mean, we, we work with our, we work with um, private donors in our area. We um, work with, within our older kids' schools and our younger kids' schools to really beef up this private donorship because it's a huge deal. It is a, a very deal. big deal. You can be a part of something so much bigger than yourself. As we speak right now, we have boxes for 15 kids in our dining room um, awesome. through Methodist Home for Children awesome. that we have, you know, collected through private donors and wrapped and have all ready to, for the agents to come pick up. Well, um, and so it's just a it's it's a cool thing to, and other people want to get involved, and it's a way you can, especially mm-hmm. in this holiday season. Yeah, um, you know, you might feel like your family's doing okay, but you know, you can help out another family in a special way. That's um, right, and it's neat, you know. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that. Thank you very much. You guys have made a difference for our listeners today, for me. Thank you so much for taking the time. You got a a lot going on at your house, (laughs) but we appreciate you taking a few minutes to share with us and to talk with us. And I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. You do the same. You too. Thank you.